Okay, I believe, I don't know, uh, hold on one second, because I believe our guest is on the phone, but I never know if it's going to be someone hooking us up or if it's going to be directly uh, him. Hooking us up. Uh, hooking us up, I get it. It's going to be him. Hello? We're ready. They were setting us up. You know, the, uh, the uh, Nat Geo people. Delays on, uh, right? Yeah. Okay. It's crazy is, that we have to wait like for Nat yeah. Geo people this way because we're not doing I know. it. We are doing it the right way. Yeah. When we normally can, like last week, I, my mom, we had a accident at my parents' house. Yeah. Um, my dad's favorite mug is the old hard merch black coffee mug. Mm-hmm. And my mom chipped it. Ooh. And my dad, so I had to reach out to Captain David and I go, you don't sell these anymore on your website. You have new ones. My mom ordered a new one, but it's not the old one, which my dad loved, and yep. I don't know what to do. It's a good mug. Yeah, so I was like, do you have a closet, like a warehouse, where you keep all the old ones? <laughs> Ask him. <He's> on <laughs> oh, the phone. I've already have an email. Captain <laughs> Dave, what's up, buddy? <clears throat> hey, what's going on? Good morning, guys. How are you? I love that we have to be set up from the for, you know from the Nat Geo people like normally. We just text back and forth, say, yeah, call me. You know, how you doing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, this is, you know, with the, with the new season coming Sunday night, you know, at 9 o'clock. Um, you know, literally, they got us going on all over the country. So I this know. is the official promotion now, Greg. But, I, I get you, you know, you can always pick up the phone, even in the middle of the phone, um, or even in the middle of a broadcast and call me. I know, brother. I know. So uh, let, me, let me ask, because Laura was just talking about this old hard merch uh, mug, and then last year you were on the Falcon, but... We got changes coming up this year, Sunday night, 9 o'clock, right? You're back on the hard merch, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, that's the short answer. But there's a lot more to it than that. It's not that simple. There's a great story there that goes along with that. And uh, obviously, um, you know, that's what you'll be tuning in to see. Mm -hmm. Um you know, the old girl back in action. There you go. All right. So uh, one of the things... has got a that, special place in my heart. I'll tell yeah. you that right now. Yeah, Especially Ke- that brown bucket. Kelly loves that. <laughs> that brown <laughs> bucket. <laughs> Always makes Dave laugh when you talk about the bucket. Uh, Kelly's da- favorite bucket is still there. Yeah. <laughs> you can tune in, and what Kelly, a- and you can reminisce about that bucket. It never gets old because, you know, Kelly's got his head in the bucket because he's seasick. Dave's looking down at him. He's smoking a cigarette, yeah. going, and he says, you know, what else we've done in that bucket? <laughs> it was the greatest thing ever. But anyway, so all right, let's just let's just talk because you know, 2020, and I know this is going to be the story of the season. 2020 was yeah. rough on every single business, and you guys, Absolutely. I mean, the fishing industry, oh, you shut down for a while, and you're going to see some real some real struggles of of how the fishing industry and the tuna industry dealt with the pandemic, right? That's got to be featured a a continuous storyline. Absolutely. You know, it was like not just tuna, but for any fishery. Yeah. You know, with the restaurants closed, supply and, you know, it's all about supply and demand. And, you know, the demand for seafood went way down across the board, which is a great time right now to be a consumer if you like, any kind of seafood at all, yeah. it's a great time to buy it for a consumer, but it's not a great time to be a fisherman because the prices are so low. Yeah. I saw, uh, I saw but, the, the preview. Go ahead. But to be practical, I'm sorry, but you know, in the world we live in, we were lucky to be able to do anything at all. So at least, you know, we might not have made the money we made in the past, but at least we were doing something, and for that aspect, 
we all felt we were very grateful and very fortunate. Yeah. And you you kind of had to sort of adapt and kind of help each other out so that the industry survived. Because, you know, Wicked Tuna, as you guys know, is, is about competition. These, these, these fishermen go out, they're competing against each other. But really, they had to put that aside. Uh, and that's going to be an interesting thing. Like we've talked before, and we know, like you, Captain Bob and and, and Dave uh, uh, of the Wicked Tuna. I mean, of the uh, Tuna dot com and and Tyler. You guys get along, but you're competitive. But this last year, you kind of had to put all that aside and kind of try to help each other out, right? Yeah, and you know that was a tough thing to do because ultimately we're still competing to make a paycheck, yeah, right? We right. all need money and. You know, it was it was tough to keep it all together. Yeah, and you know there may be some prize, some surprises this year on on how all that actually played out. Yeah. Um, anybody get uh, punched in the face? Because I always, <laughs> always like I a always, good fight. I always <laughs> like a good fight at the dock. I mean, I'm a big fan of a fight at the dock. Well, you know? well, well, no, there was there was no punches in the faces, but by the end of the season, some folks might. Have the opinion that some guys needed one. Okay, oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I like that's that. Fine. <laughs> that's fine. You know, I was watching. I was watching the highlight reel. You know, the teaser reel from uh, the upcoming season. Dave, is this season ten? Yes, season wow. ten. Imagine that. A, a decade. You don't look a day over twenty-one. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, yeah. Uh, when you w- way back when when we first met. Right, first season, yeah. you know, and the show started out. In your mind, how long did you think it would go? Oh, I, I mean, I, I, who don't, we thought maybe a couple of years we'd be very fortunate. Yeah. You know, because the people we work with when we do this show, you know, explain, like, you know, you're lucky if you get a season or two out of these things. And, yeah. you know, and I was just thinking, okay, this would be great for my my business model, you know, to get the boat out there and get the boat known. And right. so uh, I'll ride it for what it's worth. And, you know, literally not in a million years did I think it would, we'd still be here, you know, 10 years later from that original airing. Yeah. And uh, still be doing the show and, and still be talking about it. Dude, people tune in just hoping that you're going to get in another bucket of water in your skivvies uh, on TV. I think that's, a th- <laughs> yep. that's, that's what the people and, want. And the, the temper tantrums with about 90 F-bombs that are all beeped out. I think that's why people tune into the show, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, one, of the highlight, one of the highlight reels talked to, showed one, and it doesn't say who it is. And, you know, they go to the dock and they, they check the tuna and they say, I'll give you so much a pound, depending upon the health <laughs> of the tuna. And normally it's like 16... Eighteen dollars, sometimes twenty, and that's a good payday, right? They, they, the yeah. guy, guy looks at the the fisherman. I don't know who the fisherman was. He goes, "I'll give you eight bucks a pound." Oh, and and when you, when you when you haul in a tuna and you go through all the work and spend the money to catch it, and you go back and you hear that, that's like a huge punch in the gut, right? Well, yeah, it is, and but you know, again, the reality in perspective in the year in the world that we lived in, right? Yeah. Um, you know, the profit margins were thin. There's, there's yeah. no denying that. But at least we were doing something because, you know, remember our season starts for tuna in around about June. Mm-hmm. And that early on into COVID, um, you know, we didn't know if we were going to have a season at all. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. we went from, for a while, going, oh, my God, we're going to be out of work all summer. Yeah. To okay, we'll be able to at least 
work on a limited basis. So yeah. we were we were definitely thankful for that. I ate a lot of sushi um, in the last year, so I have been trying to help you out. I love my tuna sushi, so it's I'm it's all hoping that it's going to you in your paycheck. That is so beautiful, Dave. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. It's helping the whole industry, and you know we always appreciate that. Myself, yeah. I'm very fortunate. But to support all your local fisheries, uh, you know, whether it's in New Hampshire, Massachusetts, or Maine, uh, you know, when people can, if they buy local seafood, they're, they're helping their local community. And, you know, again, I'll say it again, it's still a great time to be a consumer. You can get, you know, a really good deal on seafood right now, you know, because of the world we live in. And, again, that money right now, a lot of times it's going you know, we found ways to get it directly to fishermen. So yeah. it's a great time to be eating seafood. And, you know, <laughs> as they say, you know, fish is good brain food. And, you know, Greg, you might think about eating a whale. Well. Oh, my kids use that one on me sometimes. And, oh. and, we're, and we're friends. <laughs> we're friends. We're actually friends, Dave and I. Go ahead, Kelly. Captain Dave, Captain Dave, that being said, what is your favorite fish dinner? What is my favorite fish dinner? Fish mm. dinner. Fish dinner. A fish dinner? <laughs> yeah. Do you like like big haddock? Do you like I don't know understand lobsters? Oh, no, 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 no. Who should eat but a whale? Yeah, obviously, obviously baked haddock or something. Yeah. But you know, I I I like all kinds of fish. I really don't have a favorite. There's literally. Very little seafood I won't eat. Okay. All right. That's when, cool. when you're out there, do you ever, like, I'm not craving anything from the ocean. I, I want a steak. Does that oh, ever man. happen? Mm. Well, no, really, because especially when we're out there, you know, we catch fish all the time. And, you know, we literally will cook it up on the boat. Now, yeah. yes, I do like steak and everything else and a, and a well-rounded meal. Mm -hmm. But for us, it's like, hey, that food, how can you get it any fresher than we get it? Yeah, that's true. Who wouldn't want to eat it then? No, I'm, I'm with you. I love seafood. I cooked uh, I cooked haddock last week in the house, and my wife just about, and my daughter almost left. Almost <laughs> left me, because, you know, hey, whatever. Mm. But um, uh, <laughs> I, I uh, you know how I feel. We've talked about it before. I believe fishermen, fishermen and women that go out and, and work the ocean are the last great cowboys explorers i really have that romantic notion about that job because of how damn hard it is when i'm out horses and, don't like it huh Hor huh the horses don't like yeah it. they don't like it uh but i mean like when i'm out at, when i'm out at, at four in the morning with a camera and it's 24 below zero the fishermen are still out there going out to work and you wonder what it's like to be hauling traps when it's that damn cold you know when they're pulling lobsters up and stuff but it's it's the last great uh it's the last great of the adventurers i've always kind of thought that's a very new englandy thing so everybody good in the family dave your wife and the daughter yeah, everybody good. we've been very fortunate through all this um you know so we're just like the rest of the world we're good. just waiting for things dying out and smooth over and you know we're all hoping this season uh is totally different from last season you know as, as things hopefully get closer to normal yeah um, well, tell uh, Nancy, uh, Angelica, and Joe that we said hi, and uh, looking forward to it. It's going to be interesting seeing you back on the hard merch this year. That's pretty cool. I I'm interested. To, I don't know the story. I'm interested to hear it, but I'll be uh, I'll be watching, man. It's always good to talk to you, and I can't can't wait until we can have you back up yes. here and hang out with us like we normally do. Yeah, yeah, that's always a lot of fun. And when we do, Laura, I think I can scrounge up wow, another one or two of those. <laughs> 
discontinued mugs. Thank you. My dad will really appreciate it. There you go. All right, buddy. Thanks, Dave. We'll be watching 9 o'clock right, we'll Sunday night. All right, buddy. Thanks. Best Thank day, everybody. You got it. Uh, Captain Dave Marciano. The only one, uh, by, by the way, on the, on the show, the only guy that was on a boat that went down and has that experience. Oh. Um, and I was reading. It's funny because he, he talks about it. Like, he won't go in the ocean now. He won't go in the water, period. He said, I went in once. That was it. Never again. Mm. But he, he, he talks about, uh, I, I was reading an, uh, an interview he did, and we'd asked him about it before. But when the boat went down, he was on the radio, and he was so calm, other fishermen couldn't believe that he was that calm as it was going down. He goes, you got to understand, every one of those fishermen on those boats is trained for that. So you, you go right into your training, and you know that if you stick to your training, barring a, you know, a, a hurricane-force mm-hmm. storm, that you'll... You'll be okay. And that's how he thought of it. But he has not gone back in the water since. Yeah. No, nope. all set with that. So, all right. Anyway, I love the show. I, I, I do. All right, 921.